It's Monday. It's March 20th. And the word of the day is arachibuterophobia, which means the irrational fear of peanut butter sticking to the roof of one's mouth. Used in a sentence, never mind, never mind, it was almond butter. I have arachibuterophobia, but it's fine, it's, it's a false alarm. I just want to say, of all the ways I irrationally fear my mouth getting sticky, this should be the least distressing to you guys. I'm like the Raja Ghoul of mouth sticky fears. <laughs> no illusions. <laughs> I'm Elon Bosnick. I'm Heath Enright. And broadcasting delayed from America's Far Center, we are the Skeptocrats. On this week's episode, we recount Trump's life story to try to figure out where it all went wrong. We'll help you out on your office's first presidential dementia diagnosis pool. And we help the president figure out which problems are caused by which minorities. But first, the rest of the intro music. So, as many of you already know, Donald Trump is now president of the United States. We elected him, technically Sort of. In related news, there is no God, and the universe is indifferent. Mm -hmm. yeah. So we thought it'd be a good idea to take a look at the timeline of events in physical reality that led us to this point. Joining me, of course, are No Illusions and Eli Bosnick. Fellas, are you ready to chronicle Donald Trump's struggle or... Comf to the top. <laughs> I feel like you don't want a guy who's that into piss on top, but it's too late now. I guess. Uh, sure, I'm ready. I knew there was a reason I always record wrapped in plastic. <laughs> I thought that was just a Jewish thing. In the airplanes, it can be both. Tinkle down economics, good stuff. Okay, uh, let's start at the beginning. Trump was born on June fourteenth, nineteen forty-six, in Queens, New York. That will be the final compliment of the segment. <laughs> but other than that, he has nothing in common with Spider-Man. Well, I, I'm sorry, that, dead dad, and jokes around with a lot of supervillains. But other than that. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. His enemy is a scientist. He's got a weird alien penis. Does <laughs> Spider-Man have an alien penis? You don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get into those comics again. All right. So, uh... How about, uh, how about we talk about his ancestry? Donald Trump's father is Frederick Christ Trump. Christ. That's his real name. <laughs> Frederick Christ Trump. And here's my brother, John Can't Do No Fucking Wrong Trump, and my sister, Elizabeth Great Personality Trump Walters. <laughs> Remember this the next time he says he comes from humble beginnings, okay? It's just, yeah, just for perspective. Keep that in mind. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, Freddie Christ made his fortune in the real estate business in New York City, much like his son squandered that fortune. Same place, more or less. And yeah. <laughs> then maybe made some of it back, but we're not really sure. It's not clear. Uh, uh, in fact, we know the answer, but first, 50 minutes of me talking like it's my first time on television. Rachel, <laughs> Rachel Maddow. <laughs> Is that how we do things now? <laughs> All right. Uh, another fun fact about... Fred Trump. He was arrested in 1927 during a KKK march for refusing to disperse. Huh. Which leads many to believe 
he was in the KKK because that's <laughs> what those words mean. Yes. <laughs> I guess it's not certain, but not exactly a big logical leap to make that assumption either. But but now I do want to point out for perspective, this was a KKK anti-Catholic demonstration, not an anti-black one. So let's not just jump okay. to conclusions. Yeah. But also, marching with a group doesn't make you a part of it. I mean, the mayor isn't gay and he marches with the parade. Well, there you go. <laughs> All right. Uh, a couple more details about Fred Trump. He was investigated by the U.S. Senate for wartime profiteering. Okay, but the mayor also raises his prices during the war and doesn't... Okay, that one didn't work. Sorry. Nope, not so much. (laughs) (laughs) Also, interesting note, Woody Guthrie, a former tenant of Freddie Christ, actually wrote a song about what a racist asshole he was called Old Man Trump. Yep. <laughs> Quick sample of the lyrics. Beach Haven is Trump's tower where no black folks come to roam. No, no, old man Trump. Old Beach Haven ain't my home. So, it's deep. <laughs> and uh, one last thing on Fred Trump. He looks like Nazi Bruce Dern. Like, exactly. <laughs> he really does. <laughs> if Dabney Coleman was a used coffin salesman. <laughs> yeah, he looks like Breaking Bad News Bears. <laughs> also... <laughs> Interesting little postscript to his story. He died of Alzheimer's, which is hereditary. Just tossing it out there. (laughs) All right. So uh, back to the Donald. Uh, He went to Fordham University for two years, starting in 1964, and then transferred to UPenn's Wharton School and graduated in 1968. For those who aren't familiar, Wharton is best known as Harvard's main rival in producing the bad guy from every 80s movie. Ooh, does that mean there's a Wharton version of Andrew telling people they can take legal advice from a YouTube channel? (laughs) It does mean that. And meanwhile, the University of Pennsylvania is just hoping for a mass shooting or a pedophile football coach so they can be known for something else for a bit. (laughs) Why not both? Yeah, they could mass shoot the uh, pedophile football coaches. That'd be awesome. Problem solved. (laughs) All right. uh, Moving on to Donald's early career. He loved that donkey. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, after college, he starts working for his father's real estate business in New York City. But he wasn't renting apartments to black people, if that's what you were thinking when I said that. And uh, that's actually how Donald and Fred ended up under investigation by the Justice Department in 1973 for violating the Fair Housing Act, because you're not allowed to do that, not rent to black people. Um, and that ended in 1975, that investigation, with a settlement that required the Trumps to send weekly vacancy reports of their real estate to New York City's black people. Like, oh, wow. seriously, they had to do that. Dear the blacks. <laughs> Oh, yep. I would give all my worldly goods to see where they first thought they had to send those notices. Just <laughs> Okay, churches, Popeyes, do we have a KFC oh, God, in New York? Jesus. I'm cha- I'll Google it. Yeah, I, I wonder why he wants to slash $6.8 billion from HUD and put Danger Mouse's sidekick in charge of it. <laughs> so strange. All right, so uh, moving on to 1977, when our anti-immigration president gets married to... Ivana Zelnikova Winkelmeyer. They have three kids together, Donald, Ivanka, and Eric. And those three grow up to look like Voldemort's legal team. <laughs> it's just like a bevy of rejected Aaron Sorkin villains, you know? Yeah. They look like the other people on Bruce Wayne's board that he fires at the beginning <laughs> yeah, of the movie. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this is where Donald's career... Uh, it really starts taking off, I guess. 
with nothing but a, a small loan of about $14 million from his dad, he buys some high-end beachfront bootstraps and <laughs> builds a business MR from nothing. Yeah, we started this podcast with a mere 40 million listeners and a hope in our eyes. <laughs> Would have been nice. All right. Moving ahead a little bit. Uh, in 1983, Donald gets into the professional football business. Technically. When he purchases the New Jersey Generals of the USFL. You remember the USFL? Yes. <laughs> yeah, nobody cares. And... uh <laughs> And no, you don't. It's the <laughs> football league that Trump thought was going to compete with the NFL. Uh-huh. But they fold about two years after he buys in. Yeah. The USFL. It's the, it's the thing you never heard of before you never heard of the XFL. It's, ooh, yep. ooh. Spoiler alert. Business is folding. Going to come back. It's like Shakespeare. <laughs> ooh. Maybe America's going to fold. That would be nice. We've had a good run. Yeah. No. <laughs> 240 years. That's good. <laughs> and, uh, Speaking of things that fold soon after Trump buys in. Um, Told you. <laughs> that, that actually brings us to Atlantic City. That's the Eastern European-esque pile of rubble and used needles next to the ocean in South Jersey. Their words, not ours. <laughs> <laughs> Coincidentally, that's also where Trump's hotel and casino businesses went bankrupt six times. Between 1991 and 2009. But on the seventh try, no, it, he, he folded up. Nope. He did not eventually <laughs> succeed. But, not. but I love that he still believed in himself after the fifth bankruptcy. He's like, no, 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 I got this. I got this. <laughs> Bunch of other casino owners. Donnie, Donnie, Donnie. <laughs> For those who don't remember, Rudy was a movie about someone who absolutely should have quit and focused on his strengths. <laughs> That's what that what movie's that is about. about. Yeah, it it's is. about knowing your limitations. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so during his uh during his first string of casino failures, uh Trump gets mad about competition from Native American casinos like Foxwoods in Connecticut. And during his testimony for Congress in nineteen ninety three, Trump says the following exact words Quote They don't look like Indians to me. End quote. <sighs> An argument he would later revive to use against Elizabeth Warren. Yeah. I, I knew he had other reasons for being so supportive of that pipeline. Damn it. <laughs> I mean, you could just hate Indian people. That, that's why we supported it, right? And we always have. Always. Hated them. Unequivocally. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, bottom line, and I really cannot stress this enough, the President of the United States was not able to succeed as the house in gambling. <laughs> right, right. Literally forced an asterisk onto the end of Earth's most famous gambling phrase. <laughs> Hit me. Sir, everyone went bust 14 <laughs> cards ago. Hit me. <laughs> I think it's going to be another one. <laughs> okay, so uh, before we move on to his 90s career, let's not forget that the president is uh, is a published author, technically. That's right. In 1987, he released the book he wrote called Trump, The Art of the Deal by Tony Schwartz. <laughs> right. <laughs> and uh, this is great. The most recent review I found on Amazon said, not what I expected, completely in Russian, state secrets everywhere, <laughs> sad, one star. 
Oh, by the way, if you haven't read the interview with Trump's ghostwriter for The Art of the Deal, do it. It is a terrifying view into his tiny, <laughs> tiny mind. It's, it's just like this guy trying to get him to answer questions for more than five minutes without getting distracted by a shiny object. It's amazing. <laughs> yep. So uh, when we head to 1992, Donald divorces Ivana. And then in 1993, he gets married to Marla Maples. And before we move off of Ivana entirely, like Trump did, I want to point out that after their divorce, she claimed that Donald kept a copy of My New Order, which is a, a collection of Hitler's speeches in a cabinet beside his bed. And obviously this isn't verified, but if true, that would mark the only time he's ever been seen with a book that didn't have his face on it. <laughs> and it sounds true. It sounds. Well, she, he also, she also said uh, that he raped her, but not in a illegal way something something like that yeah yeah sounds true exactly <laughs> right. um all right so now in uh, 1996 uh trump buys and becomes the executive producer of the miss universe miss usa and miss teen usa beauty pageants because he's literally that guy. Yeah, right gross <laughs> and uh if you're wondering whether he'll sexually assault any contestants in those the answer is maybe <laughs> The number of contestants that end up accusing him of sexual assault will not equal zero, is what I'm saying. No, nor will it equal something with the same number of digits as zero, yeah. Uh, no. Okay, come on. They were all lying. Why else wouldn't they have continued to accuse the President of the United States of sexual harassment? Come on. <laughs> Skeptic. <laughs> zero point zero is also two digits, be fair. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, now we're going to fast forward to March 2000. This is when The Simpsons thought it'd be funny to do an episode that references Trump becoming president one day. Mm -hmm. Now, great show. Love it. But seriously, fuck you guys. Don't mess around with stuff like that. Not yeah. a good idea. W way worse than the time they predicted 9-11. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want to point this out to, to everybody who claims that this is some kind of prescient foreknowledge or it's a conspiracy or whatever. It's probably worth noting that Trump was running for president at the time that was made. And this was his second time. He announced in November of 1999 here. So it's not like but, they just plucked this out of the air. But maybe watch The Simpsons every now and then, just in case. I know, I know. Nobody <laughs> does anymore. But we could be missing, like, Cassandra in cartoon form. That's all I'm saying. Let's just, let's just check in. We can do it in rotation. <laughs> Each of us takes a turn. <laughs> and uh, speaking of TV, let's move on to the reality television career of the President of the United States. <laughs> Starts in 2004 when The Apprentice premieres on NBC. A show that went on to move forward the careers of Clay Aiken and Gary Busey, who I assume <laughs> will somehow both be president in 2020. <laughs> Might as well. Equal. Might as well. presidents <laughs> Clean email servers, both of them. <laughs> yeah, so uh, <laughs> reality TV, granted, doesn't sound very presidential. But in fairness, Trump was also involved in higher education. <laughs> well, I don't know if you guys knew that. Well. Yeah, in 2005, he starts Trump University. It's one of those five-year schools that closed in 2010, <laughs> five years later. Also, one of those rare schools that has to settle lawsuits to its student body for the crime of letting them go there. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, BYU, unless we mean something different by letting them go there. What do we mean by letting them go there? <laughs> All right. Now, moving ahead to 2011. This is when Trump decides to expose Barack Obama for 
being spawned in Kenya by the fifth element robot guy or, yeah. or the fuck he thought. Now, you know, interesting side note to this, by the way, in the art of the deal, Trump claims via the guy that wrote it that he descended from Swedish immigrants because he didn't want people to know his parents were German. So when he lied about a president misrepresenting his heritage, at least he turned around and made it true. <laughs> Give him credit. There for you that. go. Compliment sandwich. <laughs> And uh, the whole birther thing leads to one of my favorite all-time moments at a White House correspondence dinner when Obama offers to show everyone a video of him getting born, and he plays the clip of Simba from The Lion King. That was awesome. Mm. Fantastic. And and a a lot of people like to point to that moment as, like, the insult that set Trump's presidential race off. And I want to say, if that's true, David A.R. White's going to be president, and it's our fault. (laughs) (laughs) We're sorry in advance. (laughs) All right. Well, now uh, we're about to get into the really, really depressing stuff. Yeah. Nope. Um, nope. No. Catchphrase sign off. Boop a doop boop ba da ba da da. Jazz, jazz, jazz. <laughs> Ryan Slotnick, jazz. We got to do it. We got to do it. All right. We don't. So, we don't. We, <laughs> we just make up our own reality from here. And history of the universe ended on June 16th, 2015. I Nothing like Nothing ever happened after that. <laughs> uh, no, that's actually the day that Trump officially announced he's running for president mm-hmm. the, uh, most recently. Yeah. Uh, while gliding down a golden escalator like willy fucking wonka and i thought it was funny i was I, like oh look trump thinks he's running for president this will make the skeptic crowd easier for the night yeah. this will be so fun to talk about <sighs> uh also that day so yeah here's the thing you know how when you announce yourself as a presidential candidate in this country anyway it's customary to name a different country that's full of rapists and drug dealers mm-hmm. yeah yeah, so Trump picked Mexico. Oh, yeah. oh okay. yeah. I do remember and, that. And at the time, in a phrase that's been officially retired from the human lexicon, <laughs> people said, well, he's clearly too racist for American voters. <laughs> it's, by the way, there is a theory, which I totally believe, that he did this to boost The Apprentice's failing ratings. Oh, of course. And the whole thing just, like, got away from him. So mm-hmm. keep in mind that. Our president probably got his job because drop money from a blimp got scratched off a whiteboard (laughs) earlier that day. (laughs) Right. Yeah. No, he'd been using it over and over again as just, hey, this is a free way to self-promote. And he'd done it several times before and it accidentally worked once. That That's actually terrifyingly close to true. Yep. (laughs) I really really thought that's what it was. I thought it was blue. That's what it was. That is what it was. (sighs) Yeah. All right. So now Trump's a candidate, and it's time for the GOP debates. And uh, in order to distinguish himself from the rest of the field of, like, 75, whatever it was, he decides to double down and go full, full insane person. And it fucking works. Mm-hmm. Yeah, leading cynics everywhere to say, no way, playing to the worst part of the worst people worked. Crazy. <laughs> yeah, I remember at the time one of Lindsey Graham's aides said that prepping for the debate was like, you know, getting ready for a NASCAR race when you know one of the drivers is going to be drunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know how you don't normally want to talk about the menstrual flow of the female debate moderator in a debate? <laughs> I don't know that. national stage. I don't. Okay. Noah, you know how you're not going <laughs> to do I do. That? Yes, I, right. I do know that. Well, Trump 
goes opposite like George Costanza and does exactly that. And again, it somehow works. He gets better. He becomes a clear front runner, in fact. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Would we say front runner or would we say we were all so distracted by the clown and his funny antics that we accidentally made him president? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> if I ever run for office, I'm going to literally shit in my hand and throw it at people. Pro Might tip, well. Aaron Ra. Pro tip. <laughs> Might as well. <laughs> Doing it anyway. Run for president. Why not? <laughs> All right. So uh, moving on to May 26th, 2016. This is when Trump officially clinches enough delegates for the primary win. And the Republican Party lets this happen. Yeah. They give him the nomination. I was absolutely sure until the last minute they were just going to turn off all the lights at the convention and not answer the door when he showed up. <laughs> shh, <every> shh. <laughs> Seriously, learn how to rig a primary, guys. DNC could have easily explained how this works. <laughs> Happily. We would Finally, voted. you admit it. See, this is why we're <laughs> recommending everyone vote green in 2020. We are also <laughs> still furious about that very real thing that totally <laughs> happened. I'm on your side. <laughs> <laughs> yep so uh it's july now and trump announces mike pence as his running mate he gets the nomination at the convention he announces mike pence in july and i we don't even know who's death to root for now it's like right. probably smart i don't know what i honestly i still mm, don't know mm, speak for yourself the answer is mine <laughs> <laughs> i thought we didn't get the life insurance for him <laughs> Uninsurable. You, you definitely <laughs> told us you were uninsurable for that. Anyway, so uh, I'm not allowed to take deep breaths anymore. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so now it's time for reality TV host Donald Trump to debate politics with a former first lady, senator, and secretary of state. And basically, Trump punches himself in the dick while Hillary holds his beer and laughs. I, I, he, he did everything but defend the racial sensitivity of the Dumbo crows. Oh, I've been informed by Twitter that's far more complex than you think. I've been informed by Twitter of every <laughs> stupid fucking thing you can imagine. Yeah, me too. <laughs> All right, well, now it's October 2016, and we are living in a tragic farce, but we don't even realize. No. And just in case Trump wasn't completely unelectable yet, we get a tape of him literally describing himself as a vagina-grabbing sexual predator. Yep. Should have been kid fucking. They don't like kid fucking. I literally have a post-it note above my desk that says the one thing they don't like is kid fucking. Yeah. No, and in case <laughs> you forget, I also have that on the whiteboard. <laughs> <laughs> Who's they in this? Them. Them? Like everybody? White people. White people. Okay. <laughs> Okay. And now finally, it's November 2016. It's election day. Um, November 31st or something like that. <laughs> and, uh, the guy who doesn't know what day it is wins the election. <laughs> Remember oh. back then, y'all, you sat down, you're like, ah, oh, we're going to have a lady president tonight. Weird. Lucinda made cupcakes. Ah, oh, she oh. did. Red, white, and blue ones. We were Man, at a party. It was so dep- I, I come back from watching the election. It was so depressing. They're, you, they're just all sitting there on the table. You guys wouldn't even touch them. <laughs> yeah, right. Still there, rotting. <laughs> <laughs> Should have made orange. Uh, and uh, by the way, about 93 million eligible voters just couldn't decide that day, so they stayed home. Couldn't yep. pick one. 
Okay, I'm sorry, Heath, but I'm really tired of this rhetoric. It is not the job of the voter to just do whatever the party says. It is the party's job to produce the perfect candidate every single time (laughs) on every single issue, or that's on them. That's how this works. I live in a hellscape. Yep, yep. I agree with that last Uh, part. We should have had that moistened bent lava scimitar at Hillary. Something. We're missing something. It's, It's our fault. God damn it. All right, so that brings us to Inauguration Day 2017. Donald Trump actually becomes President of the United States, and he brings just enough friends that he's allowed to do a set at the open mic. (laughs) That was cool. Right. Not to any bringer I've been to. Also, fun fact, three drink minimum at my house, so lots in common. (laughs) Yep, and uh, the next day... Sean Spicer says it's the most watched inauguration in history. Mm-hmm. It was not. Mm-mm. No. Well, no, it was, but the white people blended in with the concrete more than black people do. That's why Obama's <laughs> looked bigger. Remember? Also, it was cold yeah. outside. He's been swimming. He shaves. Tarps are the camouflage of the white man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep. And then the day after that, Kelly Ed Conway calls Spicer's claim... And this goes down in history. She calls it alternative facts. And this literally happened. 1984 almost immediately sells out at every bookstore yep. and Amazon. <laughs> yep. That really happened. Just a very confused Bruce Almighty is off stage. This worked way better on Steve Carell. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't seem embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And uh, from there, we've had almost two months straight. With something insane, stupid, evil, and or terrifying just about every single day. So, uh, you guys ready to close it out with a lightning round? Or a blitzkrieg, if you will? (laughs) (laughs) All right. We're going to do a lightning war round of what's (laughs) happened for the last two months. God damn it. Okay. So, uh, here's how it works. I'm going to name a thing that happened. And you guys name the minority group responsible for the underlying problem. Okay. And why, if it's not, like, really obvious. A lot of it is probably going to be obvious sometimes, but you got the idea? Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. Ready in three, two, one, lightning round. Dakota Access Pipeline. Uh, atheists for not believing graveyards are magic. Right, there you go. <laughs> uh, Mexico Wall. Guatemala's. Mm, yeah, Mexico's correct. Mexicans. Yep. Mm. Um, yep. Two points. Um, Muslim ban. Uh, people who die on roller coasters, uh, much more likely to die than victims of terrorism. Gotta up it. <laughs> um, how about 30 day ISIS cleanse? Uh, uh, the severely mentally disabled, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. for being more competent commanders in chief than Trump. Correct. Ooh. Ooh. Again, yeah. um, new regulation about <laughs> cutting two regulations every time you do that, including uh, this. Uh, lascivious Latina women with OCD for giving Trump the idea. One in, two out. (laughs) (laughs) Um. (laughs) One in, two out. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Neil Gorsuch nominated for SCOTUS. Uh, That would be the Cubans. Uh, They killed Scalia, but they didn't get McConnell. (laughs) Um. Pouty hang up on Australian Prime Minister. Uh, the Japanese. For being upside down. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Do their phones dial the other way? Oh, it is. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Um, 
How about trying to get rid of Dodd Frank? Uh, a gay left-handed atheist Jews. Barney's name is right there in the title. Obvi- yeah, you didn't have to explain mm-hmm. right. Obviously, yeah. Um, how about barely literate rich lady becomes secretary of goddamn education? Uh, an educational system based on the false premise that all humans are worthy of something besides physical labor. <laughs> Correct. That's a tar- – oh, that was a hard one. I didn't think you'd get that one. Yeah. Well done. Okay, but what minority did it? Uh, also Jews. <laughs> Also correct. Um, how about uh, raging bigot Russian spy becomes attorney general? Uh, well, obviously that too is is the Jews. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If they never started all the wars, Russia would never have needed spies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you guys are crushing it. Okay. How about Trump gets out handshaked by Canadian prime minister? Uh, Nigerians. Trudeau used their ancient jogging secrets to best dear leader. <laughs> Ancient jogging secret, huh? All right. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. How about everyone except racist uncles with blogs banned from press briefing? Um, and, and, oh, Slovenians. They know what they yeah, did. Right. Again. They, yeah. yeah. No need to explain that one. Slovenians. <laughs> correct. How about Ben Carson in charge of housing and black people development? <laughs> uh, gypsies. I hit one with my car and she cursed every third joke I make to come true. you gotta skip every third one man yeah right (laughs) cut it out that makes sense all right um (laughs) how about uh obama accused of wiretapping trump tower uh that would be the scottish if james clerk maxwell never discovered microwave radiation none of this would have ever happened Also correct. You really got to the underlying problem yeah, all no, the way I, back. Yeah, no, that's Fucking a good one. That Scottish a good people. Question. D up. All right. <laughs> um, what about trans kids losing shitting privilege? Uh, the victims of transsexual assault. Very, very, very small minority. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And finally, Trump fires Preet Bharara and 45 other U.S. attorneys. Uh, that would be the fault of the Mexicans. If it wasn't for them and all their crime, we wouldn't need lawyers. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I think you guys did well. Well played, gentlemen. Um, it was the Jews, Muslims, and Mexicans most of the time, and occasionally <laughs> the Scottish. You guys both won the game. Because so- we're white. <laughs> <laughs> so before we wrap it up, any closing remarks? Uh, uh, just one. It is impossible to objectively give a fuck about the security of the Secretary of State's email server. Uh, <laughs> democracy was a mistake. <laughs> Just need a nice, strong king. <laughs> we need a Leviathan. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I hope you enjoyed our Donald Trump life in review. And that's going to do it for episode 46 Thanks to No Illusions, thanks to Eli Bosnick, and thanks to all the listeners who liked us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and send us feedback on the other various internets. Please keep doing that. Please keep listening, and please keep telling your friends. And if you find the naive stupidity of our giving away a free show business model to be oddly charming, please feel free to send us gifts of money at our donation page at patreon.com slash skeptocrat. Just like... Cassandra, Richard, Matt, Adopt a Homeless Pet, Carl, Devin, Charles, A Very British Atheist, Venture Free McGee, Other Matt, Lars, Eric, Birdlaw Extraordinaire, John, and Gwen, whose genitals control the spice and therefore also the universe. 
and whether or not you're feeling financially benevolent like those fine people. If you enjoyed our brand of whimsy and you'd like to hear more dick jokes free of charge, check out our brother and sister shows, The Scathing Atheist and God Awful Movies, available on iTunes, Stitcher, or the Deep Web. We just have one last thing. Let's compliment that penist. Special thanks to Ryan Slonick of Evil Giraffes on Mars. He's the creator of the virtuosic musical stylings you heard today, which were used with his permission. You should definitely check him out using the links we'll provide, or by Googling the only band called Evil Giraffes on Mars. Until next time, catchphrase sign-off. Uh, Hitler was writing principle wrong on target. <laughs> Nobody takes new, my suggestions. That's the new catchphrase, is it? <laughs> I try to come up with helpful ones. <laughs> the preceding podcast was a production of Puzzle and a Thunderstorm, LLC. Copyright 2017. All rights reserved.